Hey y'all, it's your girl Jessica May here. Welcome back to another episode of Tokyo Talk. Mindset, mindset, mindset. Honestly, mindset is something that we're beginning to focus more on now these days, but it's something that's so vital for your success in life, whatever it is that you do, because your mind determines where you go. And if you choose to have a mindset that is stable, but it's, it's not open, it's not, it's not in a state of growth, you will never be able to fulfill your highest potential or your highest calling. You know, a lot of the time people choose to say that, oh, I'm just made like that. I can't change. I'm set in my ways. I'm old. I'm this, I'm that. Like whatever excuses that they have so that they can allow themselves to stay in a state of, I guess you could say like monotone mindset. Does that make sense? Like you're just at a, the same place all the time. You're never choosing to grow. You're just staying the same all the time. A big part and a big reason why I say that accepting and trying to change your mindset to growth mindset is because when you shift your mindset to growth, you accept the idea that change happens every day and that's normal. And I mean, anyways, like who really wants to live an average life? Like at the end of the day, Everybody wants to live. I know for me especially, like I never want to live no average life. Like I want to live the best life. Anything less than that is not going to be fulfilling to me. You know, like I refuse to live an average life. And success can be whatever success means to you. Success to me is very different than the next person and to my parents and to my brother and to like my cousins like or my friends. But to me, something that I learned and whatever you do and you want to be successful, change will always come. And the greatest power that you can have as an individual is understanding the concept that you have no control over whatever is outside of you. The only thing that you have control over is yourself and how you handle the situations or how you handle the circumstances that surround you. You have no control over what could happen next that has nothing to do with you. Even if the people are involved with you or are close to you, you still have no control. Even if you try to control the situation, you will still not have 100% of the control. So the only way for you to actually be able to control things is by being able to control your mind and how you handle situations and circumstances that surround you. And being able to shift your mindset and being able to try to learn how to adapt to that mindset of, okay, like, what is my adaptability to the circumstances? That is something that's so key. And the reason why I say this is because I had to learn this personally for myself. Um, coming into the management industry at a very young age, I never really knew how to adapt I thought I knew how to adapt, but I realized that even though I had a team of people and I tried to delegate and create this atmosphere of, okay, I know exactly what's going to happen and how it's going to happen and everybody's going to do everything the way I, I want them to do it um, based on what I know, I realized that working in an industry where you have different events happening around you, things change. You could get busy at the last second and it could t alter every single plan that you had in store. 
And sometimes people come in and people go, and it also changes everything that you're de- that you're dealing with and that you prepared yourself for. So I had to learn with time how to adapt to that. That way, I could bring out the best in other people. And one of the greatest things about that is when you choose to accept change, you don't really worry about anything. Like you don't stress out about anything because you realize that if change comes, you'll just know how to handle it right then and there. You think on your feet. Things change all the time. And so if you just begin to open yourself up and just allow yourself to take on whatever the universe or whatever God has for you, the stress of worrying on what will happen next will just phase away. I remember trying to, and for years I was trying to learn how to not be stressed out. So I don't know if this is a cultural thing or what, but I know a lot of Filipino people, like I'm, if you hear any like comedic like joe coy or somebody like you'll hear them always talk about stuff like high blood or stress being somebody that comes from a filipino family is like automatically i'm in that type of environment where stress is prevalent and i am exposed to it so i start to act like that because i see that and that's all i know and so being able to take myself out of that i remember at a young age being like okay like how can i not stress myself out So one of the things that I had to try to do was be like, you know what, I'm gonna just try to figure out for myself, like just be like, you know, accept the fact that everything happens for a reason, that everything has a purpose. And that was one of the things that carried me through my teenage years. And as an adult also, is just accepting the fact that even the smallest little things, I could just say, Everything has a reason, everything serves a purpose. And I know that whatever this purpose is, whatever it is I'm going through, the good or the bad, something better is coming out of it. And it allowed me to kind of release that stress that I had. And it allowed me to accept the fact that even if I have all these plans for myself, and even though I have all of these these goals for myself, that at the end of the day, no matter what happens that I want, if something else goes differently, then there must be a reason for it. And I just have to learn how to accept it and look for the purpose in it or learn from it and grow from it and apply it to whatever else that I'm doing in my life so that I'm able to continue to elevate myself and continue to grow. Honestly, learning how to accept change, it really, it takes a whole load of stress off of you. You know, especially I feel for like college students or university students or people transferring from job from jobs, um, people transitioning from being single to being in relationships or going from a relationship to being single or becoming a parent, anything in life. Those changes and those transitions can be extremely scary. But when you learn to just accept the fact that, you know, this is right now this is what the universe this is what god wants to happen to me i'm just going to accept it and take what i can from this and be able to adapt to it your adaptability is so important too because things exactly just like i said how things change and you can't control your circumstances that surround you but you can control yourself if you can adapt easily to those changes then it it will help you out a lot so just know that the stress will be lifted when you learn how to accept change and how when you learn and when you learn how to adapt to the circumstances that's the true test of a leader 
A true test of a leader is not somebody who can go around and tell you what to do. A true test of a leader is somebody who can take in the different circumstances that surround them and you can see how well do they adapt to their circumstances. How well can they adapt to change? And never be afraid to change too. I feel like a lot of times people are so afraid to change. Like, you know, sometimes I feel... Sometimes with me, especially like as I got older, I started like ideas just kept running through my mind. And I feel like I would like I would come up with an idea one day, drop it the next day, come up with another idea another day. Or like a few months, I'll be doing one idea and doing one thing. And then the next month, I'll do another thing. And like I had so much going on my plate because my 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 light in my head is just going off constantly. Like sometimes I had to carry around a notebook to write down my ideas because I just have so many ideas going And at times I felt like people might be judging me because they may be like, I thought you were doing this or I thought you were doing that. And it's like at the end of the day, who cares if I did one thing one week and I do another thing another week? At least I'm putting it into action. You can plan for so long, but that's only a piece of paper. When you put the things that you want to do in action, it gives you that momentum to keep going. But don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with writing things down and planning it out because you do want to be smart about certain things in your life. But I'm saying, don't just sit there and write and plan forever. Sometimes you just need to dip your toe in the water to make sure that you're you're getting what you need. Tori Lane says that he doesn't write down write, he doesn't write down his raps. He says that he goes straight to the studio and he just goes off. Because he feels like it comes out fluidly when he raps. Like every single word that comes out of his mouth comes out of inspiration for being in that moment. He feels like if he writes it down, he's going to lose that inspiration. And I could so relate to that. Even sometimes like with doing my podcast and stuff, like I don't like to write things down. I like to just speak everything into fruition like at the time that I'm doing it. Because once you feel inspired and your wheels are turning, you want to do it right away. Because the second that you do it and that inspiration and that momentum and everything, it just motivates you. It comes out. And all of the energy that's associated with your ideas comes out. And so that's why I say it's so important to also do it. Just do it. Don't be afraid to just go and do it. Who cares what's go- what people are going to say? Who cares whose opinions are going to be put on you? At the end of the day, at least you're putting yourself out there and you're doing the things that you feel are right. The things that you feel you're meant to do. Even if it fails, at least you know you tried. And that was something that took a long time for me to accept too. Because failing was something that was so scary you know a lot of the times in this generation people are giving out stuff like participation awards knowing that you failed something or that you didn't do well in something is just looked down upon but a lot of people don't learn to accept the fact that failing is not a bad thing people need to learn how to become obsessed with failing because you know failing teaches you lessons that you can take with you for the rest of your life and when you fail If you look at it, again, this is a shift of your mindset. When you fail and you look at it more as a lesson than a failure, that whole like bad gut heart wrenching feeling of being a failure, it's not there anymore. You just look at it. You're like, oh, word, I was wrong. Okay. What did I get out of this? I make sure I never do that again. 
and sometimes you laugh it off sometimes it can be sad but sometimes you can just move on and it's not that big of a deal because you see that okay maybe this didn't work out but maybe if we do it like this it'll work out this way or i i'm never gonna do that again but never look at your failure as something that's bad failing is good because at the end of the day again you tried it you learn from it you grow from it but if you don't try it you don't learn anything and it just sticks on a piece of paper or it sticks as a memory in your mind and you'll live the rest of your life wondering what could have it been if i just did it at least if you did it yeah you failed but so what you get up you become resilient you inspire yourself to do better you motivate the people around you who haven't gone through that experience you teach them the lessons that you learn from your failures and you grow from it failing is a natural part of life you know when you fail in life or when you do things in life you get no participation awards you do it for you and nobody else so don't sit around here being all like oh like you know i just wish somebody somebody just supported me no at the end of the day, people are not going to support you all the time. Sad reality is, a lot of the time, people are not going to sit around clapping their hands for you every single step of the way. You got to learn how to build a thick skin when you're in the industry of wanting to do something for you and to become successful, regardless of what it is. You got to hustle and grind it out in the way that you feel is necessary. And not everybody's going to be along for the ride. But at the end of the day, as long as you know that you're holding it down and you're doing everything that you can, you're putting everything in it, then you're already doing yourself a favor. Because whether you're doing good, whether you fail, whether you're super successful or you're just starting out, people will always have things to say about you. Whether it be about you personally or be about your business. And I always like to think I'd rather somebody be talking about something that I'm working on than somebody talk about me personally. Why? Because it's free advertisement. Let them go run their mouth and talk about what you're doing. Oh, she's becoming a doctor. Did you hear about that? She can't even do it. You know what? 10 years down the line, when that person gets their doctor degree, they'll think back to that and they'll be like, maybe she could be my doctor. The words in their mouth that people are putting about you, if it relates to you becoming successful, let them talk. Give them a reason to talk. That's why I also say just do it because people are going to talk and that's free advertisement for you. You know, you know, people always say haters are my motivators. That's one of the reasons why I wouldn't say that they should motivate you. I would say that do it for you, but let them talk anyways, because that brings your business around, regardless of what industry you're in. The longer you wait to do things, the more you waste your time. And if I learn anything about 2020, it's that time is precious and time is valuable. Because you don't know what the next thing that's going to come your way. So at the end of the day, don't sit around, you know, quarantine is the best time to be doing stuff like this. But even in general, just don't sit around waiting for something to come to your lap. Go out there and get it. Because at the end of the day, if you wait, that opportunity might be taken away from you and be given to somebody else. Time is valuable. Time is precious. And you never want to waste a minute doing something that's not adding to your life to elevate your life. You know, if you have a talent or if you have a gift, don't just hide them. Go out and share it with the world. Talent 
also like as a side note it takes years to develop your talents and your gifts if you look at any artist if you look at any celebrity if you look at any athlete if you look at any mentor in any industry you will notice that it's taken them years years if not decades to get themselves to where they are today but you think that you think that they just it just happened overnight no it took time don't sit planning for too long you could plan a little bit but don't plan for too long because talent and gifts they grow and mature over years yes you could be you could have some talent that's in your pocket that you're that you're um, comfortable with that you could say you were born with but in order to be great at what you do it's so important to put the years in and the work in people who are super successful in life whoever it is that you look up to I suggest go and ask them ask them how many years it took them to get to the place that they needed to be or that they are and ask them if they're done yet because generally speaking a lot of people wouldn't say they're done Successful people always find ways to grow even more. They never stop. There's never a point of being stopped. That's a whole part of growth mindset too. Because a lot of people think, oh, you know, once I get my job, I'm going to settle down. And I'm going to just live life and work. It's like, that's all you want? Is that really all you want? Think to the very end. What is your ultimate goal? And then rewind back and think, how am I going to get to that goal? And you got to reference yourself every day to make sure that you keep on track to getting to that goal. But that goal will never end. Because once you reach that goal, once your wheels start turning, you're going to find another goal. And once you find that goal, you're going to find another goal after that. And that's how you continue to grow and grow and grow until you reach to the potential or you reach to a place of being where you've desired to be and with your talents and your gifts when you develop them over the years it just becomes second nature to the point where you take on other things you know that's why i say test it out too like if you feel like you have a gift in sports or something and you try it and you fail so what you could do something else but if you find that you're good at it and you put the work in and you're dedicated to doing it great things will happen And when something is given to you, a talent is given to you, take it and run with it. Because if you don't use it, it might be taken from you. As I've gotten more into the risk-taking aspect of um, business and stuff, I learned to just take opportunities and just figure it out as I go. If somebody were to give me an opportunity and they're like, hey Jess, could you do this? I would be like, sure. Even if I don't know what it is, I'm going to figure it out. Because opportunities are not given to you freely all the time. Understand that. An opportunity is never granted to you. It is a privilege to have opportunities come your way. That opportunity right there is something that you should just take it and run with it. A lot of opportunities that come your way too, I would say, sometimes they're not the best for you. So with good judgment, take it, I would say. But oftentimes I find myself, somebody offers me an opportunity that I look at, I'm like, you know, this looks like it could do something for me. I take that opportunity, even if I don't know what it is, I'll be like, you know what, let me look into it. And I try it out. 
and I figure it out as I go. And I would say nine times out of ten when I figure out as I go, I start to enjoy it. I'm like, you know, like, let me find this. And if I can't, and here's another thing too, if I can't fulfill that opportunity to the fullest that I feel like, or if I feel like that opportunity is not meant for me, if you know somebody who also can do that opportunity, or if you know somebody who could do that opportunity better than you, share them with the other person that linked you to that opportunity. Network. Never be afraid to share something with somebody else because we're all here to win. And at the end of the day, if you can help somebody else back, something will come back to you in return. What you put out is what you get. So you always, be, you always want to be in the business of helping people in whichever way that you can. So that's something that is extremely important. That if you take an opportunity on, you feel like somebody else can do better or would be able to do better than you or could partner up with you, let them know. Or let the person that offered you the opportunity know. Because that will bring more talent to the table, more productivity to the table, more success to the table. So it's so important to do stuff like that. But if you feel like you want to take on an opportunity and you're like looking at it and you feel like it would be good for you, instantly your flight, your fight or flight instincts will kick in and you will learn how to figure out how to do it. If you have that mentality of let me get the hustle and let me get the grind and let me make sure that I can get this done. If you can adapt to change, if you can adapt to the different circumstances that may surround it, because things may not always go your way when you take on an opportunity that you don't know about. It won't. But that's a whole process of learning and growing, especially with things you don't know about, because you have to put in a lot more work into figuring something out. But you never know, it may pull out talent from you that you never know you had. When you find the talent eventually through doing different projects or studying different things or working through different opportunities, the one talent that is meant to be your purpose. So I always say to people, what's your purpose? What is your purpose? What do you feel your purpose is in life? What do you feel you were placed on this earth to do because everybody got a purpose everybody has a sole purpose what is it that you're here to do and once you find that talent that is aligned with your purpose there will always be space for you always at the end of the day what you do somebody else can do How you do what you do is what distinguishes you from everybody else. And if it is your purpose, it will make space for you. Look at Rihanna, for example. I love Riri. She bae. She a fine, she bae bae. But look at Rihanna. When Kylie Jenner came out with Kylie Cosmetics, she was extremely successful in the industry. In the makeup industry, she was extremely successful in the industry. Rihanna could have easily just been like, you know what? Them Kardashians have the power in the makeup industry. I'ma just find something else to do. But instead, she chose to take it head on. She came out with a whole foundation line that filled every single color 
almost every single color and allow different people to feel like they can actually shop for their makeup because it had their skin tones. And on top of that, Rihanna came out with some bomb products too. And people bought it. But imagine if she said no. She said, you know what? Maybe, maybe I'll just find something else. Her talent would have not been out there. And she would not have been the successful woman that she is right now. Even with her, her Savage Fenty line, her lingerie line, she could have easily stepped out. You know, Victoria's Secret, they do lingerie shows and, and model runways and all that stuff. But Rihanna decided to take on all of that and she did it with the purpose of showing different people of color she and she introduced it with dancing she introduced it with different weight sizes stuff like that she included all she created diversity in the market of modeling for lingerie something that victoria's secret never could have done because they chose not to rihanna incorporated diversity in her brand whether it was makeup or modeling music she incorporated diversity But imagine if she just wasted that idea or wasted her talent of being able to do that. It would be extremely different. People would probably still be searching for the things that isn't out there or somebody else may have would have came up with it, but it wouldn't have been as iconic as it would if if Riri didn't do it. So think about stuff like that. The Bible even talks about it too. Proverbs 18 verse 16 says, A man's gifts make room for him so anything that you were designed to do or designed that you're known for or anything that is aligned with what you're supposed to be doing with your purpose that talent that you had or that you have the world will have room and make space for it and when it aligns with your purpose, that gift and that talent will fulfill your purpose and your vision and it will allow you to grow and grow and grow throughout any circumstance. So make sure that when you are finding your talents and make sure when you are trying to find what you're supposed to do or you find your purpose, consult with God consult with the universe whatever you believe in me i believe in god and when something that's important to me or something that has to do with my with my vision and don't forget visions are not put in your head by accident visions are put in your head on purpose so when you know or when you have a vision or a notion of what you are supposed to be or where you're supposed to be going. Never forget it. Write it down. Make a vision board. Do stuff that allows you to remind yourself of what it is that you're supposed to be doing and where it is you're supposed to be going to keep yourself on track and to keep yourself fulfilling the destiny that you were created for.
so that you could fulfill your purpose in the earth. A man's gift makes room for him. A lot of people in this generation, which includes myself, has fallen into the trap of fast or easy money. Yet we fail to realize that those who are extremely successful and wealthy have spent years, again, years committing, if not decades committing to their gift or talent to become millionaires and billionaires. And that's something that I feel like I need to continue to say. You can't make quick money. I don't know what type of trap this world or social media is teaching people to do. Easy money, quick money, whatever it is you want to believe in. You will not become a millionaire overnight unless you win the lottery. It is highly... It's possible, but it's highly unlikely. Don't fall into that trap of making money quick. If you chase after money you will fall easily because money becomes your vision. Money becomes your God. Money becomes your purpose. But if you focus on your skills and your talent and your purpose rather than the money, the money will come. Why? Because when you become so talented, when you become so skilled, when you cultivate the years and years and years put into your skills and you become the best at it, you put those 10,000 hours in and you become great at it, the money will come because you've demonstrated the discipline to allow yourself to become better. To become the best. It was Steve Harvey. He had one joke. Steve Harvey didn't become famous or didn't become like a real celebrity until he was 40 years old. He didn't become successfully wealthy until he was 40. And he said that he told the same joke over and over and over again. Until that joke made him the money that he wanted it to make him. That joke made $25 a joke. He said it again till it made $200 a joke. Said it again till it made him $2,000 a joke. But he said that same joke over and over again till it made him the money. Imagine if he didn't. He probably wouldn't be in the same place that he is right now. Maybe he'd be successful, but he wouldn't be in the same place. That joke was the same joke that got him known all over to be the man that he is today. He put himself in a position of honing his talent and skills and dedicating himself to his vision to get to the place that he is today. And I think a lot of people, because of this whole Instagram, social media craze thing, everybody feels like they can be a brand ambassador. Oh, like, you know, let's be a brand ambassador. Let me post some stuff on Instagram and get paid for it. Like, yeah, you know, that does make you money. And yeah, 
looking good for the gram, there's nothing wrong with that. But you realize that these celebrities who come off as rich with all these materialistic things can still be broke, right? As a matter of fact, I could tell you that maybe majority or most, maybe half of them have look like they are rich on the gram or on Facebook or on Twitter. But they have their own versions of financial stress. You know the term or the song, more money, more problems? Yeah, it exists with celebrities too. And it exists with brand ambassadors too. And not a lot of people recognize that. If you hear celebrities talk, a lot of them have a financial plan. But some of them also don't have the same financial success because they choose to spend money to keep up with the lifestyle of being a quote-unquote celebrity. That they fall into the trap of being in debt to keep up with the standard of social media. So don't fall into the trap of looking good for the gram just because you want to make money or just because you want to look cute. Your success and your wealth doesn't mean anything to anybody except you. When people look at you on social media, they don't see your struggle. They don't see what you do. They only see what you present to them as a final product. So if you're looking good for the gram, and you ain't got nothing else to hold you up and you're not making no money and you're not doing anything else, what are you really doing it for? At that point, are you doing it for you or are you doing it for somebody else to like you? Don't, like, there's nothing wrong with posting good stuff on social media. You know, getting rich requires a lot. Getting wealthy requires a lot. You have to know how to delegate your spending a lot of celebrities only spend a small small portion of their earnings they don't spend all their money on materialistic things because of social media we feel the need to keep up with their lifestyle even though we're not living the same one and you can't make again you cannot make quick and easy money you could hustle it out and work hard and you'll become a millionaire with time. Warren Buffet made a statement saying that people don't want to get rich slow. Everybody wants to get rich quick. And if you don't know who Warren Buffet is, search him up. You think him and Jeff Bezos or Bezos, the owner of Amazon, became rich overnight? They applied their principle and they were disciplined and they applied that same principle, just like Steve Harvey. They applied the same principle. They stayed dedicated. They applied the same talents that they had into what it is that they wanted to do to be successful. And they never gave up on it. They were resilient to it. I can't lie. They probably got discouraged at times. But they stayed on track. They stayed focused on their purpose. They stayed focused on their talent. They stayed focused on what it was that they wanted to get done. They're focused on their end product. Where was it that they wanted to be? And so if it meant that it had to take years, decades to get to where they wanted to be, so be it. And look at them now. 
people don't become as successful as they have with the mindset of right here, right now. If they had, if these men or any millionaire, billionaire refused to accept the fact that their time will come when it's time to come, they would have probably given up. But because they were focused on their destination and not focused on their circumstance, it allowed them to fulfill their purpose. And they continue to fulfill their purpose till the day they die because they've instilled that principle. They've instilled growth mindset into them to the point where it don't matter what the circumstances are. They will adapt to the change. They will change whatever it is. They'll find a way to problem solve. They'll be analytical. They'll continue to move in a way because they've learned that being disciplined and focusing on what it is that you need to do to get to where you need to go and doing it all the time without question will help them. So what I have to say is to close this all off is pretty much get to doing the dirty work now. Get your hands dirty, get your feet wet. Do it, just do it. Along the way, when you go taking those risks, trying to become who you want to become, remind yourself of your purpose. Remind yourself of where you want to be five years from now, 10 years from now. Remind yourself what your end goal is. What do you want to do once you have achieved all the things you want to achieve? What is your end goal? Do you just want to live a life where you can travel and relax? Not have to worry about anybody? Not to have to work for somebody or working on people? Spending time with your family? Focus on what you want. Then focus on how you want to get it. And then understand and accept the fact that circumstances change. And that you need to learn how to accept the fact that things around you change. And that if you just go with the flow and accept the process and the journey and you adapt and you problem solve as you go, that you allow your fight or flight instincts to kick in, that you'll be able to get through your situation and your circumstances regardless of what comes your way. And that if you focus on your skills and your talents and you focus on the things that you were meant to do and it aligns with your purpose and it feels right and you know it's right, that the money will come, your riches and your wealth will come. And once you grasp onto those skills and you grasp onto growth mindset and you grasp onto adaptability you can pass not only will you pass your wealth down to your generations after you but you'll pass down that knowledge and that discipline to the generations after you because don't forget this rich people can also breed poor children Just because you have money doesn't automatically make you rich or wealthy. 
you could have a child and give them $100,000 and they would be broke the next day. It's the discipline and the process and being able to share that knowledge down to the generations after you. Wealth is more than just money. Wealth is a state of mind. Wealth is a principle, a dedicated principle to doing the same thing over and over and over again as it grows. So your wealth has more than just money. It's your discipline. It's your actions. It's the things that you do to allow yourself to become better. It's your growth mindset. You pass those traits and those skills down to the generations after you, they will build your lineage of wealth forever. It'll continue to go on. So make sure that you allow yourself to enter into a stage of elevation and growth.